Mentally protecting ourselves is important. Our mind is fascinating and has developed ways to cope with unwanted stimuli. Defense mechanisms serve to protect us. When do they become harmful? Listen on to know more about the various defense mechanisms we use. This is Mind Your Mornings with Anna Chandy, a fortnightly podcast that takes you on the journey to a brave new you. Hi, and welcome to Mind Your Mornings. I'm Anna Chandy, your host for this podcast. Over the last 27 years, I have interacted with more than 1,000 people, both individuals and families. And through this podcast, I want to bring to you what I have learned about life and its nuances through the experiences of people I have interacted with. In the peak of the pandemic, I heard a common complaint from my clients. My parents refused to stay at home. One client was wildly upset with her father. He is stepping out even more now. He insists on going to buy milk and vegetables every single day. My client was distraught. But what you or I might see as irrational or reckless behavior is actually far from that. For people like my client's father, it is a subconscious reaction to the pandemic, which makes it harder for him to explain to his worried daughter. The thought of the pandemic sent a wave of fear across the world. Each one of us coped differently. This is one of the coping mechanisms, denial. Denial of the fear of disease and death Denial of the change in our way of living. Denial of something too large for us to control. When we are faced with something potentially harmful or unpleasant, we find ourselves coping through defense mechanisms. Defense mechanisms are unconscious strategies of the mind to defend and protect us from something challenging. Now, of course, none of us gets to go through life without facing something unexpected. So each of us has our own defense mechanisms. They are a normal part of psychological development. Defense mechanisms distort a part of reality to fit the world as we see it or know it. To do this, we tend to put some distance between ourselves and unwanted feelings of guilt and shame. So we feel less anxious and able to make sense of the world. Essentially, it is the formation of a reaction. Now, since defense mechanisms are natural, they are not necessarily good or bad. They are meant to protect And when used constructively, they work well for an individual. However, 
Defense mechanisms that are repetitive or prolonged might be a symptom of a larger issue in the person's life. The concept of defense mechanisms is not new. In fact, it was first proposed by Sigmund Freud and later theorized by various other psychologists. Today, defense mechanisms are classified into various types, making it possible to distinguish between them. However, they are not conscious reactions. Most people react without realizing the particular strategy of safeguarding they are using. Today, I will use some of the common ones, both in our behavior and what we experience with people around us. By identifying which defense mechanisms we or our loved ones own or resort to, we can learn to be more empathetic and accepting. The first one, which I mentioned, is denial. This is also a very, very common one. When we use denial as a defense mechanism, we refuse to accept the reality. In this case, we tend to block a situation or event to protect ourselves emotionally. We pretend everything is normal to avoid facing the facts. Even when reality is obvious to us and others. In fact, how often have we heard people say, so-and-so is in denial? Another defense mechanism is repression. In my practice as a therapist, I have seen this one occur commonly among individuals with a painful childhood. Through repression, we choose to unconsciously hide painful memories. There is a hope that suppressing will eventually lead to forgetting. Of course, the memories do not disappear entirely. In fact, they continue to impact behaviors and influence relationships. But we don't realize this impact because of the repression. Often, people who have been sexually abused as children or lost to parents at a young age show repression as a defense mechanism. The trauma is so large to comprehend for the child that they put it on the back burner where, unknown to them, it is still burning. The third defense mechanism is called projection. Like the name suggests, how we project our feelings onto another person. For example, a person might not like a new co-worker, but the thought of not liking someone makes them uncomfortable. They will instead misattribute that feeling to the other person. They will choose to believe that the other person dislikes them. This is a more comfortable scenario to accept. In effect, it is about seeing your thoughts or feelings in their behavior. Another defense mechanism that deflects feelings is displacement. In this scenario, we tend to displace strong emotions toward a person onto someone else. A common example is when we are frustrated with someone at work 
we tend to come home and take out the anger on our children or spouse or even our pets. The person we take out our frustration on doesn't feel threatening. In this way, we get to react but without facing the direct consequence of the reaction. A coping mechanism I have often seen in therapy is rationalization. Some people misconstrue an instance to fit their own version of reality. They might rationalize a situation to protect their own self-esteem. This allows them to feel right, even though, or rather, because they know they're not in the right. One of the scenarios I've seen is in the volatile space of dating. My client was politely told that this doesn't seem to be working. This was after a couple of dates. She felt so hurt that she chose to rationalize it by saying that she herself wasn't that interested in him. This helped her cope with the rejection and preserve her self-esteem. People who use this defense mechanism tend to attribute success to themselves and failure to others. Now, like I said, not all defense mechanisms are bad. One that is often considered a positive strategy is sublimation. Here we choose to channel frustration into a constructive and safe activity. Strong emotions like anger may be redirected to exercise or yoga. And emotions like disappointment and sadness might be unleashed through writing, music or art. The recipient of the emotions is neither us nor any other person, but instead converted into positive action. However, an excess of sublimation or a continued pattern of sublimation indicates a deeper wound that has not been dealt with. Then it requires professional attention. Another way in which we deal with unwanted feelings is through reaction formation. Here, we act exactly opposite to what we are feeling. In this defense mechanism, we are largely aware of the underlying feelings and hence we make an extra effort by behaving differently. A person who dislikes his co-worker might compensate by being over-friendly or over-positive. This defense mechanism could be because they are conditioned to be nice or happy. Or they might not have been taught not to express negative emotions. A defense mechanism that is seen as positive in pop psychology is compartmentalization. This allows us to separate parts different parts or different people of our lives. A person might choose not to talk about their personal life at work and switch off from work when they come home. This enables them to live that a part of their life without stressing about the other. When faced with trying situations, one way we deal with it is through intellectualization. In this situation, the person removes the emotional, distressing part and focuses on the intellectual component. 
This is a cold and clinical approach to protect oneself. For example, in a workplace, when a person is asked to leave, they might overly invest in looking for job opportunities without dealing with the emotional impact. Or, if a person has been diagnosed with a terminal disease, they might dive deep into their will to avoid facing the eventuality of death. And the last defense mechanism I want to talk today is about interjection. In some ways, this is the opposite of projection. Here, we tend to believe or take on ideas of other people. Early caregivers such as parents, teachers and friends tend to have the most influence. Interjection occurs when we take on these beliefs as ours without rationalizing or completely understanding them. A common societal challenge is the concept, boys don't cry. A lot of young boys and men have internalized this idea to an extent where they are completely out of touch with their emotions. Believing in the idea that boys don't cry is a case of interjection. Now, these are just some of the defense mechanisms. Our mind has multiple ways to deal with unpleasant situations. Each of us has adopted our own ways to reduce our anxiety. Not all defense mechanisms are negative. Some situations that are particularly overwhelming demand protection. As a temporary coping strategy, they might help us reduce stress and preserve our self-esteem. But when they become a pattern, and begin to negatively affect you and the people around you, it is important to understand where this is coming from. Next week, I will be talking about inadequacies Write in to us at Anna at AnnaChandy.com and I will address any of the other issues that you would like me to talk about. Thank you for listening to Mind Your Mornings with me, Anna Chandy. I will see you in a fortnight with another discovery into the mind and meanings we make. You can subscribe to us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify and Apple iTunes. This is Mind Your Mornings with Anna Chandy, a fortnightly podcast that takes you on the journey to a brave new 